Welcome to Spring of Life. My name is Mike Luzinski, and I serve as the lead pastor here. I'm so glad you're taking the time to grow in your faith through scripture, preaching, and the conversations on our podcast. The heart of our mission is a sermon series about what makes us Spring of Life. Our mission is embracing all to become vessels of God's overflowing grace. This is our core identity as a church, and it binds us together. Today's scripture is from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be serious and discipline yourselves for the sake of your prayers. Above all, maintain constant love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. Like good stewards of the manifold grace of God, serve one another with whatever gift each of you has received. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So over the month of October, we've been on a journey exploring the heart of our mission. So I'll begin to recap it. But before we do that, I got to ask you, do you remember our updated mission statement. I'll, I'll ask us to say it together once without it on the screen. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll say it together with it on the screen. So our mission is embracing all to become vessels of God's overflowing grace. All right, now with it on the screen, we'll say it again. Embracing all to become vessels of God's overflowing grace. My hope is that every one of us would learn this mission, commit it to memory, and not just for the sake of knowing more things, but for the sake of being able to live it out and, and to say that this is who we are, this is what unites us as a church. And this mission didn't come uh, from, from, uh, from a vision team. It did, well, it did, but it came from Genesis, John 7. Uh, it was derived from this passage where Jesus calls out to anyone who's thirsty, Jesus, our spring of life, is offering this gift of grace and calls us to be vessels of that same grace to others. Uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about how it starts with people. Jesus got in trouble with his contemporaries for the way that he embraced people. He invited people to the church dinner parties that had previously been never been invited. And without Jesus doing that, we wouldn't see how every person matters to God. And we read the parable of the lost sheep. Last week, we talked about what it looks like to become a vessel of God's overflowing grace. You might remember the, uh, the experiment we did with uh, pouring the different liquids in and how if we allow God to pour into us and then we pour into others, amazing things can happen. And so this week, we're spending our time reflecting on how do we respond to this mission and so kids and children, I have a question for each of you. Can you tell me something you put time and energy into? Raise your hand and tell me something you put time and energy into. Maybe it's karate or soccer or something like that. Yeah. You put time into horseback riding. Yes. Karate and sparring. Oh, that's good. Yes, Mercedes. Roblox. You put time and energy into Roblox. Yes. Say that a little louder. Homework. 
an excellent thing to put time and energy into. Yes, homework. Amen. What do you do? School. Yeah, that's good. Any other ideas on this side? Yes. Do you have one you want to say? Yeah. School? That. Coloring. Excellent. Yes. Gymnastics. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yes. Softball. Awesome. All right. We'll make sure we get everybody have a chance to share. Yes. Karate and sparring. Okay, that seems popular. Your, your Florida geography. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Okay, Noah. Swimming. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. Baseball. Mm -hmm. Coloring. Oh, pottery. Excuse me. Pottery. Wow. You all have so many awesome interests. That's so good. Any others? Yeah? Dance class. Okay. That's good. You all invest your time and energy into a lot of really great things. There's so much going on. And I, I appreciate that. So then it makes us adults think, well, what do we invest our time and energy into? Uh, yeah, taking, <laughs> amen. Taking the kids around to do all of those other things. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's true. That's true. And, and are we willing to invest our time and energy into this mission? And so the question I have for us this morning to grapple with is, Will we support our mission? Uh, and we're going to look at this scripture written by Peter. You might remember Peter as the one who Jesus said, you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church. Or maybe you remember Peter as the, the guy who walked on water or the guy who also denied Jesus three times. If you think of any of those, you're right. That was Peter. And Peter's been on a roller coaster of a faith journey following Jesus, going through those high highs and low lows. Peter is writing to the church, encouraging them to hold on to faith when it's hard. Because you probably don't need to read the New Testament to figure this out, but it's hard to follow Jesus. And the churches in that, in that early period were struggling to follow Jesus. Earlier in chapter 4, Peter is encouraging them and saying, yeah, even when it's hard, continue to focus on God's mission. He encourages them to not live by human desires, but by the will of God. And he writes a couple verses that I want to spend more time on today, like 1 Peter 4.10. God has given each of you a gift from God's great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. There's a few things in this verse that, that merit some of our time. God is generous. And God's generous not in a singular way of each person getting the same thing. God's generous in a really creative and unique way, giving each person a unique 
variety of gifts. And this scripture says in it that the gifts come from God. They're God-given gifts, unique for each person. And we have a purpose for them. We're supposed to use these gifts to serve others, to go outwardly beyond ourselves. But the, I mean, there's, it's hard because sometimes when we acknowledge these gifts, we think, oh man, I wish I had a voice like Mitchell. I wish I could sing like him. Or I wish I could teach like, like Betsy and Margot and some of our amazing early learning center teachers. I wish I had that gift. But we can't fall into the trap of comparing our gifts. Why? Because God has given everyone a unique set of gifts. That your gifts are different than my gifts and different from her gifts. And that is the way God has created and blessed each of us uniquely. And so the point is to share our gifts, not to try to mimic the gifts that others are sharing. Let's keep going with, uh, with verse 11. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak, though, as if God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to God forever and ever Amen. Okay, this verse says it. Where does the strength come from to use our gifts? Well, according to this passage, it comes from the energy and strength that God supplies. Okay, so God supplies the gifts. God supplies the energy and the strength to use them. And we do it for the glory of God through Jesus Christ. I want to look at those three words, through Jesus Christ. Why were those added in there like that? Well, when we remember how God used Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ experienced pain and death and brokenness, but he also experienced redemption and resurrection. And so even in what Peter is writing to the church, he says, it's not going to be easy and rainbows and butterflies. It's going to be a challenge. But even in the challenge, God will be glorified just like Jesus was glorified on the other side of his perfect life, ministry, death, burial, and resurrection. God's power. And that is the power that we draw on to use our gifts the power of the resurrected Lord. So how do we walk in the footsteps of Peter and the other faithful followers of Jesus that have gone before us? Well, we have to start by acknowledging that God has given us gifts. I've heard people say it before. Oh, well, you know, you do a lot for the church, Mike, but really I have nothing to give. I don't, I don't really have gifts. And I think that's not true that God has given everyone gifts, even if we're struggling to see them. Uh, raise your hand if you've heard of the three T's. Have you heard of this before, the three T's? Okay, some of you have, some of you haven't. One of the, the best ways I've, I've learned to recognize God's gifts are through the lens of time, talent, and treasure. All of us have these three gifts. 
We have them in varying proportions during different seasons of our lives. We have them, uh, you know, they're, they're all unique, as we referenced earlier from the Scripture, but we've all received these gifts. We have time. You've used your gift of time to worship with us here in person or worship with us online. You've used your gift of talent. Uh, we think about the people in the, in the praise team use their gift of talent. The people in the tech booth are currently using their gifts of talent right now as we speak. And you all have used your gifts of treasure to support and invest in the ministry of this church. And so all of us have used these gifts. And when we use these gifts of time, talent, and treasure, both individually, but also as a larger community, we can do incredible things on behalf of the kingdom of God. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about just in October, I saw people use their time, talent, and treasure to invest in Trunk or Treat. Uh, the creativity around the trunks, the ridiculous amount of candy we collected, that cost money, that cost treasure. And you all did that. You spent your time and your treasure and you brought that in and you supported this event and it was really good candy too. You know, all kinds of good candy that got the, the young people who came to the event so excited. We're doing more of it, uh, embracing this challenge in November by, by having volunteer opportunities and collecting cranberry sauce. Uh, no, it seems so random. But do it, please, cranberry sauce. We're rallying around cranberry sauce this year. Uh, and there are, there are even more examples of the, the three T's. You know, this church would cease to exist and cease to function without people who are willing to invest their time, their talent, and their treasure. You know, if you think about what sustains our ministry collectively, it's these things. And... Maybe we don't like to talk about it as much as we should because it makes us uncomfortable, and I will even confess, sometimes this makes me uncomfortable uh, to talk about how we steward these gifts of time, talent, and treasure. But it's really important because we know that doing this well is what enables us to live out our mission. It's what enables us to do the amazing things. If we didn't invest our time, talent, and treasure in this ministry wouldn't be able to partner with Stephanie and the amazing things that the Lake Nona Community Choir are doing or support uh, the AA community, alcoholics community, who are helping people find sobriety here in this building four nights a week. We wouldn't be able to, to teach young people about Jesus and to teach them a stories of God so that they have a faith foundation for their entire lives and to help elementary schoolers, middle schoolers, and high schoolers grow in their faith and ask questions and be celebrated when they ask questions so that they have a faith that they can rely on even when life gets difficult as they grow up. All of these things, you know, poverty alleviation that we've been talking about, there's so much more. All of these things are a part of this mission. And so... I want to remind us that, that you and your contribution means the world to our shared ministry. And it, I know it maybe don't think about it that way, 
But if you didn't share your time, your talent, and your treasure, it would really hurt our collective ministry because we need you. We need you to share your time and to participate in worship. We need you to share your talents and your gifts so that we can lead this community. We need you to support and invest in our mission because every year we need to raise to meet our budget over $350,000. That's a lot of money. But if you think about the things that we do and the fact that our church has a $75,000 mortgage uh, every year, you know, all of these things support and undergird the ministry. We pay for the staff. We pay for the insurance. We pay for all these, uh, all these wonderful things. We share funds with our mission partners. Uh, we do all of that as a part of living out our mission of embracing all to become vessels of God's overflowing grace. And I hope you're almost getting sick of hearing that uh, because it is so core to our identity of who we are as a church. Uh, We're trying to live this out with our Embrace the Grace Challenge. Uh, This is a way we are sharing the stories of living out our mission. So collecting cranberry sauce is one of them. Uh, Volunteering is another one. And I'd love to hear your experiences of what that looks like. Trunk or Treat was another great example. You might remember the the project we did in August where we packaged 20,000 meals. You know, there are so many. And if you want to share and embrace the Grace story, there's an opportunity for you to do that in the e-news every week. And so as we reflect on what God has done and how God has blessed us with time, talent, and treasure, I leave you with this. Will you invest your time, your talent, and your treasure here at Spring? and help us step forward into the next chapter of our ministry together. It's so exciting, but it's also a little scary. We have big dreams and plans of ways we can expand our ministry, but you know what we're going to need in order to do that? We're going to need the collective time, talent, and treasure of the people in our church to help us move forward and live out those dreams as opposed to those dreams remaining just dreams. And so I am excited to journey forward with you all, and I'm grateful for the support that you've offered and look forward to investing in this mission further in the years to come. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, inspire us forward on your mission. Allow the call of our mission statement to be a compass that guides every aspect of our lives and give us the grace we need to be people who are generous with our time and our talent and our treasure and share those gifts for your glory. Amen. If you have questions or want to talk further about this message, I'd love the chance to talk with you. Visit us online at springchurch.org slash connect or email me at pastormike at springchurch.org. I look forward to hearing from you.